0: Welcome back turf show times podcast, instant reaction, facts, uh, the Rams losing to the 49ers on Monday night football is what happened 31 to 10. That was the score by the end. This game was over relatively early, especially given that all season long, the Rams had pretty much looked like a superior team to the 49ers. We know that the 49ers have had success recently against the Rams, but did not expect a result like this one. A really, you know, sometimes games boil down to just a couple of mistakes and you could maybe boil this game down to a few key plays in the first quarter. Uh, But overall the Rams just even then never had the firepower that you would have expected them to have to make the game interesting regardless of mistakes that's what quarterbacks like Tom uh, uh, Brady do all the time I'm not comparing Matthew Stafford to Tom Brady but that's what quarterbacks in general do uh, a lot sometimes that quarterback is Tom Brady sometimes that quarterback is Patrick Mahomes. Uh, tonight that quarterback was not Matthew Stafford who just couldn't get the Rams back into contention in this game at any point after a 14-0 deficit With me as always to talk about the Rams is Blaine Didasco. and Blaine of all the times I've said it this year. This is the first time that it's really true. What a fiasco for the (laughs) Rams. Terrible uh, night. What do you think was, what do you think is the issue in tonight's game that must be addressed first?
1: (laughs) uh first would be the the coaching it seems like um it just seems like the game plan has got pretty rigid over the last couple of games um this you know tonight i think the obvious factor being the run to pass ratio i think made more apparent by the way that the 49ers executed their run heavy uh game plan and to perfection really and so um I think uh, we have to take a look at that um, uh, with um, especially with losing Robert Woods. So I think that played as far as sort of the intangible effects on the game, losing Robert Woods this week um, seemed that they could have had an effect. You know, they talked about how he's the, the core of their leadership. And I think as far as intangibles go, that might be a factor. But as far as sort of obvious things, um, you know, the uh, our running backs aren't getting the opportunity. Um, That maybe they should. Um, Daryl Henderson with a 6.4 yard average, but only five opportunities. Seems like we should maybe be giving it to him a little bit more if he's going to support that type of average Uh, compared to the 49ers running back. Who had 20 uh, Eli, Eli Mitchell had a great night, 27 carries, but only a 3.4 yard average. So I think moving forward, we'd like to see, you know, the run game add more balance to the attack, I think.
0: Yeah, and I, I see what you're saying. One of the things that I'm sure the Sean McVay may, might even have argued—I don't know, don't know what he's said after the game yet—but um, maybe perhaps the Rams, you know, didn't feel that they had a lot of those opportunities to run the football, which would. Right. Uh, maybe sometimes come down to some of those drops on third down, you know, some of those opportunities to extend drives that didn't happen where, okay, now run the ball, run the ball. Uh, and unfortunately um, I think some of that has to do with Sean McVay and some of that has to do with Matthew Stafford and the receivers, not getting their jobs done. Tyler Higby not getting his job done. Um mm-hmm in those key opportunities to extend drives and then run the football. And then all of a sudden Rams down 21 to seven, pretty early. Um, Unfortunate that we couldn't have seen Daryl Henderson and uh, Sony Michelle really be a part of a rushing attack offense uh, like the 49ers were able to do because Elijah Mitch, to some degree, you could argue that the 49ers got 3.4 yards per carry by design, by like, you know, just by the mere fact that that first drive, that 18 play drive to go up seven and nothing, uh, 11 minutes taken off the quarter of the, off the clock in the first quarter, that 18 play drive. Hey, isn't that the ideal thing? That's why sometimes I don't always understand uh, the desire to have an offense that is solely designed to uh, pick up 30 yards on every play, or, you know, this is like some idea where he's just everybody wants to have an offense that's just like, Hey, can we just have every play is exciting. And that's not what you get really. And obviously I think these long drawn out drives, like you say, being able to hand the ball off and being able to be like, Hey, we want to get, because I don't think, I think I said this once before, but I, again, the, the best offenses do not avoid third downs. The best right. offenses do not fear third down. And tonight, the 49ers did not fear third down. They yeah. craved it. They they ate it, and they loved every second of third down. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that, that, that running game not being up to par like the 49ers were up to par. Because in no universe is Jimmy Garoppolo better than Matthew Stafford as a quarterback. But tonight, the stats prove... That the 49ers were a much more efficient and better passing team simply because um th- they didn't have to take any uh, low percentage shots uh right. and the high percentage the low percentage shots that matthew stafford took tonight uh were uh just really bad and uh rarely worked out um so yeah i, I agree that there was not enough uh what were your thoughts um because you bring up coaching um mm. I think we, you can talk about both Sean McVay and I think uh, special teams here for going for the fake at the end of the first half, not only that Sean McVay's decision to be like, yeah, let's do the fake, but also the play call that didn't really seem to uh, make that much sense if you weren't yeah. going to somehow score a touchdown.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It looked like uh hacker had the deep option. It wasn't, a, you know, it wasn't, wide open like the the short that he took but it was there and the replay looked like it was there enough to like you said you know that's the that's the point of the play um, five yards isn't gonna isn't gonna change the game there so I don't know man I think uh it was it was worth a shot if if better executed uh but otherwise I'd rather them I'd rather see them take the three there and then maybe pass on the field goal attempt in the fourth quarter when we're we're down by 20 points so that that seemed like a, a that field goal attempt didn't make as much sense to me maybe go for it late in the fourth uh, and get the points when we still have a lot of game left um, instead of that fake. So, uh, yeah. but otherwise, yeah, man, I think uh, Hecker, uh, we should have seen them take the deep shot on that one. If, if we're going <laughs> to go. For it.
0: um, yeah. It's just, I mean, it's hard to deny at this point that the Rams even having a decent season for Matt Gay uh, that the Rams, uh, the special teams, is a area of focus of uh, in negative regard, I should say, and, and consistently week to week, you're just just thinking that every week there seems to be some reason. Because normally, I don't even want to talk about a special teams gaff, because that's what it is. Usually, it's just a gaff, and I'm just like, okay, gaffs happen, but. Uh, a gaff every week is not a gaff; it's a gander. And so uh, there's there's just too many uh, special teams mistakes, and especially after it's like Sean McVay uh, keeps rotating these coordinators and seems to have an issue, you know, every time, which uh, is kind of understandably so. There's things not going well, and then you know you just wonder, uh, well, where does that start then if it's if it's constantly happening? Um, and this is neither really here nor there. I just think like I look at the box score. Nobody, I know I'm thinking of the box score. Nobody had a good night. Nobody did anything, uh, really that great. It wasn't, it's just, that wasn't the kind of night that anyone had Cooper cup 11 catches for 122 yards. Uh, even though he had a crucial third down and this is like that feeling, not like a a good feeling. It's that feeling of like, oh man, it's just like, these are like what empty yards feel like, which uh, yeah. every other week, it doesn't feel that way really, but uh, this just feels like, well, who, that, that's, those are just empty yards, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, because I have all those drops are negating all their, all their stats. Right. So for that one big third down uh, conversion that we have, we lost three from the drops from Cooper cup, even Tyler Higby, uh, Van Jefferson had a key drop. So that you know that really that really killed us, and uh, was a good sign that it was just an off night for for the Rams, and um, you know tied tied together with special teams. We still see Cooper Cup back there returning the punts, and today you know hopefully the day doesn't come where you know we 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 lose him to that risk uh, being back there. But today almost he almost dropped the ball back there after <laughs> he's dropped him in his uh, in, in the offense. So. Yeah, man, something about the uh, special teams, there's no consistency there, but it was uh, really discouraging to see all the drops from our receivers. Uh, But again, yeah, I think that that has to do with a little bit of the room. The room there is off. That position group is off in transition, call it. Uh, So hopefully that's what the bye will do, uh, give this new uh, receiver group time to gel with Matthew Stafford and come back with a little bit of practice under our belt.
0: And uh, another uh, draw, you know, you could say drop, yeah, you could say drop, but another guy out there, uh, it's amazing that that right when the Rams, you know, part with Deshaun Jackson, um, who had uh, 15, I think 15 targets this year, um, and then the first opportunity that uh, they get to use Ben Skournick, he gets five targets. I mean, they were already, and these weren't even just like second half, like start throwing every pass. Like Ben Skournick was getting, uh, or score, uh, you know, he was getting a lot of uh, action, which just may be his part in the offense. And really it wasn't even so much him as it was. uh, Does Matthew Stafford have trouble seeing him like it, it was like nothing it, there it was impossible for him to throw an accurate pass to him
1: yeah yeah and it's five funny, targets
0: man. by the way five targets one catch yeah. for eight yards
1: yeah and he's their biggest target isn't he i think he's the he, he's listed uh-huh. as the their, their tallest biggest receiver uh part of why why mcveigh liked him in the draft um but yeah you know he had a couple uh, uh high high shots that he had to jump up for but, um, yeah, that's where I feel like, you know, with without the Robert Woods injury, you get uh, a lot of that consistency brought into the game. I think Ben Sk- 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 Skroenek, we're getting excited about seeing him uh, sort of peppered into the offense a little bit, but having to be sort of thrown into the fire like this, um, I think, uh, you know, is what's throwing the offense off a little bit.
0: Yeah, it was, um, you know, and and... It was obviously it was a rough night for uh, a bunch of players and uh, definitely ones who have better, uh, who should have more responsibility than uh, Ben, who I will, uh, I will soon nail down how to pronounce your name because now I'm learning, you know, from the broadcast tonight that I don't think I've been doing it right so uh, gonna get that corrected as soon as uh, possible. Um, But it just ever really uh, how if how concerned, I guess, uh, it does do, do people get now after losing to the Titans and the 49ers in these fashions in the way that they have, after, uh, you know, kind of seeing, um that the defense wasn't going to have any shutdown games all year long uh to to really see that the rams were going to be a team that um if they you know that could score there were their idea was to score more than 30 points a week which obviously has also been an issue for the last two weeks um and now the the the, the scores are being flipped and this you know it's not looking as good but uh, defensively, it seems like this is one where any team that had a semblance of a uh, of a good run game will be able to um, have success against the Rams and. Uh, force them, you know, to start putting up a lot of points if they're going to compete. Like, obviously, tonight, it was like the Rams had to be able to put up 30 points if they were going to compete, and that couldn't happen. So looking at the teams in the NFC that the Rams will have to face in the playoffs, uh, how concerned do you think you would be right now?
1: Uh, More concerned than I was last week. See, last week, we had the, you know, we had the reasoning of our two losses coming to the, you know, two of the better teams in the league um, with the Tennessee Titans especially the way they continue to play so that was uh, you know that made it a little bit easier to swallow last week uh, but this week is different I mean there's always the thing with the, the divisional rivalry we always play the Niners tough and 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 they always bring it but at the same time you know these guys come into this game with three wins as opposed to the Titans coming in to that game with seven wins so um, now more concerning because uh, these teams that may not be playoff uh, contenders um, are, you know, are putting this kind of tape together on our on our units So uh, more concerning. Um, we'll see. I think uh, the, the Packers, especially after the bye week, will be a good tell on the kind of uh, versatility or agility as coach McVay likes to call it, what kind of coaching agility that they're going to employ and what kind of adjustments we're we're going to get to see at this halfway point based on the first half of the season. So I think concerning now it's from game to game with our two back-to-back losses, for sure, more concerning. Um, But uh, we'll have to see what they put together as far as adjustments over the bye.
0: And, you know, it's not, uh, it's not like the, uh, this is the worst case scenario that the Cardinals not just losing this week getting blown out by the Carolina Panthers obviously they're playing without Kyler Murray um, but just the fact that they lose a game and the Rams they still have week 14 Monday Night football which uh, suddenly you know play on in primetime doesn't feel as uh, juicy as <laughs> it once did uh, yeah. but week 14 against the Cardinals only a game back right now and so you know there's still a lot of opportunity for the Rams to not have to be a wild card team, which you know may or may not uh, turn out to be a huge advantage. It didn't really matter for the Buccaneers last week, which is uh, last season, which is really the team that the Rams seem to be uh, attempting to emulate the most. And it would, uh, and the Bucs were seven and five after 12 games after I've said many times, um, but uh, it it is seem to be that the, the Rams, you know, they might have some bumps in the road, but they're hoping that with uh, a more integrated Von Miller and Odell Beckham into the offense and the defense, that obviously the, the key here is to compete in the playoffs with the best team possible. And so the NFC West is, is not out of reach by any means. Um, and the, the next schedule here after the bye week, which is what the Rams have coming next uh, is going to be at green Bay, then home against the Jaguars at Arizona, Home against the Seahawks at Minnesota, at Baltimore, and then a rematch against the 49ers at SoFi Stadium. To compare that to the Cardinals, who are at Seattle this upcoming week. Then they have a bye week, and then at Chicago versus the Rams, at Detroit versus the Colts at home, uh, at the, the Dallas Cowboys, and then at home against the Seahawks. Uh, try and you know calculate in your heads there at home. What you think? I guess those uh, strength of schedule difficulties are, but I think uh, there's definitely some potential uh, losses there for the Cardinals in the second half. Um, they have two games remaining against the Seahawks, potentially a team and uh, all div- uh, divisional games are are usually pretty tough. So potentially a team that could give Arizona a loss in the second half here, and the Rams have their opportunity to do so, and then the Dallas Cowboys. And then for the Rams, you know, the I think the schedule, uh, it looks a little bit more difficult there with the 49ers clearly uh, showing that this season is actually not that different from the last two, uh, regardless of their overall win loss records. Um, So the Rams, you know, it's it's whether or not they can beat the Packers, the Cardinals, the Seahawks, the Vikings, the Ravens uh, and the 49ers again and the other game being against. Jacksonville. Is there any game uh, that you see as the most important uh, there other than uh, the Cardinals game?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think the, the Packers game for sure. Um, being that um, coming off, it'll be coming off our two game losing streak, uh, but that'll also be a big tell. Uh, I think um, at, you know, I could see us maybe, maybe dropping three of these games at, at most, hopefully. Um, but uh, if we can get that Packers game, that's going to be big for us. Um, other than that, then, uh, Cardinals after that, because, because it's a divisional game late in the season like that is always that kind of matchup. Um, so I think those are, if we can get those two, we'll be looking all right. The, the Ravens didn't look too, too hot this week. So hopefully we can go into the Baltimore and grab that game. And then, um, you know, things will be either all set or come down to a, a big week 18 rematch with the Niners.
0: What would you, uh, like to see Sean McVay change about this offense when the Rams ter- return against the Packers.
1: Um, I think for the first thing is um, uh, more sort of pocket pocket diversity. I guess you could say uh, different different drops, different rollouts, uh, moving um, Matthew Stafford's location in the in the backfield. Um, uh, the the plays, like I said, is getting a little too rigid. Um, we're seeing the same motions, the same drop back, and because of such a ha- uh, heavy uh, pass ratio um, uh, it's it, it's looking pretty redundant so uh, I like to see you know more pocket movement rollouts uh, with the play action um, and then uh, that coupled with uh, you know more diverse running game today versus last week more screen game which was good I think that's what we were lacking even last week so this week it looks like we tried to utilize the short and the screen game a little bit more uh, came back to bite us with the uh, the tip off of Higby but I think that was the right idea. So that um, mixed in with some pocket movement, I think will will help us out a bit um, to start. But I also think, like you said, just getting OBJ integrated, um, sort of recovering from the loss of our wide receiver number two, uh, even that's going to help.
0: And defensively, what areas do you think um, are ones that – Sean McVay and Raheem Moores need to uh, start mitigating those issues in any way possible, uh, whether that's uh, tackling or whether that's, uh, you know, at a certain linebacker position or uh, otherwise, Uh, what do you think is the biggest concern on defense?
1: Well, I think you're right that it does come down to to the basics. I mean, we can hone in on tackling Simply because, you know, that'll improve our run defense and pass defense, you know, turning turning short plays into long plays with missed tackles um, or just showing up our, our run game up the middle. So I think just focusing on tackling, we got a lot of uh, young guys and new guys in their positions, especially in the secondary. Um, so I think that that could be an emphasis. Uh, I think next is schematically. Um, we've been, you know, uh, experimenting with uh, Jalen Ramsey's positioning. Um, tonight, I, you know, tonight I thought early on we saw Kittle uh, getting a little too productive, so um, maybe at some point in time here we get back to seeing Jalen Ramsey just lock, lock up and shut down one of their main weapons, that seemed to work pretty good for us last season, um, so I think those are things that we look at sch- schematically um up front um you know again let's see what it looks like once von miller gets acclimated um greg Gaines also filling in for sebastian joseph day i think he's got a lot of potential so hopefully we see continued growth and see him settle in in the middle there uh, over the second half
0: well you know the rams are seven and three which uh hey, if they had started 0-3, you'd feel pretty good right now. Seven straight wins. That's not the way that the order of wins and loss have happened, but uh, the the Rams are still 7-3. and three. They're still um, right there in the five seed, and uh, they have opportunities here, especially as uh, Blaine Didasco points out, You know, this key win here, if they can get a key win, big win here against the Packers in Green Bay, return home against the Jacksonville Jaguars on December 5th. Uh, I would have a real opportunity uh, to feel good going into the final uh, quarter, 20%, uh, whatever of the season. So um, there are things uh, here, a lot of improvement opportunities to work on over the next two weeks, time to uh, let Von Miller heal and you know, get more prepared to play in this defense. And same with Odell Beckham and the offense and a lot of possibilities. Uh Blaine Didasco on Twitter at that uh, very Twitter handle. Uh Blaine, final thought.
1: Final thought is let's uh take the week to get, like you said, get better and uh and start to bond with our somewhat new roster uh and come back strong, get a big one in Green Bay.
0: That's it for this episode of turf show times the instant reaction podcast Rams, unfortunately fall to the 49ers 31 to 10 on Monday night football, but it's only uh, the middle of the season and uh, the big games are still ahead. So uh, see what the Rams do from here on out. Very excited to see uh, some of those players get a uh, better opportunity, more chances to play put themselves on uh, the field. That's it for this episode. Come back next time for another episode.